Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You're bumping that thing like an amateur. Everybody and welcome to your Game Bite Show podcast out there on YouTube. We are live, allegedly, in color, in living color, I think. Hello. Yes, the internet. It is the internet. I can feel the darkness creeping there. into me. Now we can hear you. I That's guess there, it. There was a sound. Okay. All right, internet. There you are on YouTube. Hi, and, and welcome to the Game Bite Show. And now you can hear me. <laughs> now everybody's working. It's wonderful. Hey, we don't do this very often, uh, at least not in this particular configuration. I'm your host, Jeremy Lamont, standing in for LeGrand Jolly, and uh, standing in for, I guess, Dale is I guess uh, Jared Redeye Dunn. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Jared is filling the second, third, and fourth chairs tonight. How you doing there, Jared? I am... I am here. He's here. <laughs> Which is going to make this, like, way better, and it, like, doesn't matter that LeGrand and Dale are not here, because Jared is. And Plus, now golly. that LeGrand and Dale aren't here, I can talk about UO Outlands. No. Oh man, how did I how did I not skip this thing? No, it's good. I'm actually I'm actually super happy uh, to have Jared on again, and we'll we'll you know we'll figure out how to make this thing a little more regular. But we've got a whole you know what we have a whole rogues gallery of guys. It's like uh, yeah, it's like it's like the Bard's Tale Adventurers Guild. Like you just swap out for you know for mission critical things. We we know what we need tonight, and it's two men. We're gonna do this thing. Let's do it. Jared, how's how's uh, how's it been going there in uh, the the grand uh, free state of Texas? So it's been going. I actually have some. Speaking of UO Outlands, some like breaking news. <laughs> oh um, man! Yeah, it's uh, sad to say, but a couple days ago, I stepped down as the leader of the Knights Guild. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. So it wasn't like single combat. You didn't like lose some sort of. Oh like, yeah, some young buck coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> No, I just I've been gosh so busy. Work's gotten crazy. Uh, new 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 job and stuff. I mean, you've like got some game. live action like stabby stab going on, and that takes yeah, time. Yeah, I was actually at Hema today. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you stab anybody? I yes. Good. Good. That's good. Well, then all's right in the world. Yep. Jared Jared can stab a man, and you know we're doing okay. I took, think I took two hits, one double, and. Landed three hits, so doing nice. all right. Do, do you do that thing where you have to? I, I'm sure I've made fun of this before, but do you do that thing where if like somebody hits you and you have to be like, oh my arm, and like you don't use that arm? Uh, no. Oh, okay. No. Okay. <laughs> well, just make sure. Just make sure next time you got to pack some of those fireballs and be like, fireball, fireball. That's right. Just lightning bolt. That's right. Death. That's right. Well, Jared, uh, I think seeing as how uh, it has been a while since we've had you on the show, uh, I would love to hear. Actually, the game that you were bringing, I'm super jealous. Like this is, the, I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you listened to last week, but I finally played uh, Homeworld, Mo Homeworld Mobile, Ooh. and I'm, I was, I was upset. I think I mentioned on that show that I was upset that I had gotten all the way to this public release, and you had told me diddly squat about it. I had to learn it all for myself. Uh, okay, so Homeworld Mobile. Here's the, here's the short version. It's a mobile okay. game. I think it's better than that. You should go listen, listen to listen to what I said about it. See if you agree with me on that. I think they did a pretty, I'll, a pretty I'll good job. I've, but they still they still did put some mobile stuff in. Yeah, I've been playing it since it's like technical 
alpha and it's still on my phone. So yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. That decent. speaks volumes. It means that you're lazy about taking stuff off. That's right, that I just yeah. never uninstalled it. No, but this game that you're playing this week, uh, tell us about it because I'm so, super jelly. This is one I'm really excited for. And I, I think it's supposed to come out next year. I was actually trying to find a date, but I couldn't find one. Um, Sins of a Solar Empire 2. So, man. Oh, man, man. Long time coming, right? Like Sins wow. of a Solar Empire rebellion which was the last release was uh, i bet that's like, 10 years ago at least right like here let's it's probably not that bad i bet i bet it's i bet it's seven years seven years old so that'd be 2015 sins of a solar empire rebellion uh released in 2012 2012 june wow. 2010 10 years so 10 years ago Yeesh. anyway so it's it's been a while right okay. sins of a solar empire was fantastic for what it was but it, but uh, it's it's aged a little. So uh, Sins 2 is more of the same, really. Um, <laughs> OK, I, I think I think that's intentional. I don't think they're trying to invent a whole new game. Um, they're updating the engines uh, fully updated 64 bit, you know, all the fancy stuff. Yeah. So you, you'll be able to have much larger battles and. Um, there's, there's kind of some subtle changes like the, uh, planets now actually orbit the stars. So they'll move over oh, time, wow. which is kind does of that cool. change. Does that change the routes to different yeah, things? I mean, in, it, it makes some longer and shorter depending on how things change. It's wow. really kind of interesting. Um, but, uh, so far the, the release that came out, I think it came out last month is just the tech loyalist faction so very kind of basic it only has two capital ships and you know it, it's it's kind of a bare bones i would say but uh it's working and it is i, I don't know what else to say it's sins like i sat down and started playing this game and I was like, two hours later, I'm like, I I've got to stop. <laughs> so, so is it is it fully featured? I'm assuming it's in like what alpha or what's the yeah? It's the it's like a things? early access alpha kind of state. I think they're calling it a technical preview or something along those lines. Um, mm. But it but it only has the one faction. It's only single player. It's it's pretty limited, I would say. Um, they do have a roadmap. Uh, this month there is going to uh this year i'm sorry there's going to be a major update for the current faction that's in there and mm -hmm. next year in the first quarter they plan to uh release multiplayer so uh wow. so does it does it have all the stuff that rebellion because i know rebellion had like you could do a major and a minor kind of i'm, I'm trying to remember the stuff that was added to rebellion apart from the vanilla release i'm just wondering yeah. is, is it all that stuff and then plus the new like rotating things and i mean so, so, so i'm not quite sure how the factions will work yet because there's only the one and and it's not like you can pick between loyalists or rebels right um, right right you're, right you're just who you are when you start playing the game so I, I i i'm not really sure how that plays out um and so far from what i can tell it's not full not not everything's in there. There's no star bases. Uh, again, there's only two capital ships. Um, the you know the tech tree. The tech tree is actually really interesting. The way they changed it. It's it's like uh, you no longer have the military and civilian 
research stations. You just have research stations. Oh, mm-hmm. um, and it's got this like huge tech tree. Like it's so big you can search in it. Like it's like. So did really... they So did they just combine like where mm-hmm. it used to be you would kind of balance the guns and butter and now it's all just gun yes. and a gunny butter. It, gunny it, buttery, that's, buttery guns. That, that's right. So it's knife and fork. Um, knife, knife, knifey forky. Uh, but yeah, so it's basically one list, but it's all broken out. So there's like, you know, uh, economy, um, a branch that you can, you can research and, and all kinds of things. Um, and then planets work a little different too. So you can actually develop, uh, planets, um, you develop like individually. I don't remember if, do you remember in the game where you would have to like research, um, searching for artifacts on your planets? Uh, yeah. And it was like per type. Yeah. Like you, yeah. you could do a, you could take a slot up and say, I'm going to search for things instead of building something, I think is what it is. Right? Yeah. So it's like that, but for a bunch of stuff. So huh. you research, uh, you can still look for artifacts. Um, you can increase the economy. You can increase the, you know, military structures, civilian structures. And then it has this new thing um, where you can add on, I don't even know what they're calling them, but they're like special bonuses that you can pick and you're kind of limited on what these are. So you might have 10 options, but you can only slot two. And, um, you know, some of them are like increased military slots. So more orbital defenses. Uh, you might have that kind of towards the front right. lines. So that becomes your specialized are, planet just to be a bastion of like guns. Yeah, exactly. Um, kind of your uh, Maginot line, if you will. Yeah. Um, but uh, and there's a bunch like that. There's some to increase economy and all, all kinds of stuff. And the 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 thing that's kind of cool that I kind of really dig is that same system is in place for capital ships. But so you get to like choose some limited use um, like upgrades. So one you can choose is it uh, a faster repair. So mm-hmm. it's like it has three uses and can be used in combat and basically repairs your ship uh, more rapidly. Yeah, yeah. But you have to install them at a uh, like a repair orbital bay. Like you can't you just have to do build it the thing anywhere. to do it. Yeah. So you have to be like, you have to have the infrastructure to allow you to add these features. It is kind of cool. Um, the combat, it seems pretty improved as well. So uh, the like, so the LRM uh, ships, yeah, yeah. the small ones, mm-hmm. the long the range missile shooties. guys, those missiles are things now. Like your, your flak defense, like you can shoot them uh, down. Frigates, can shoot the missiles down. I'm like, that's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. <laughs> I have a question about some of the some of the long-standing features in that game. So first of all, pirates. Is there still like a pirate timer, pirate planets, you know, where you, like raids, you can pay them off to go to someone like, else's? Th- there is, because I see research and upgrades to make those more beneficial and more efficient. I don't think they're, they're not in there. Yet. Uh, and then the mm-hmm. other thing that they added, I think in Rebellion, was the Titans. Like you could build a multi-part gigantic ship. Yeah, I I don't know. I haven't seen those yet. Those aren't in there, but um, they do have minor factions, which is kind of cool. So like each planet sometimes has little defenses, but there's also minor factions in the in the world. Mm. So it's kind of uh, interesting things. The market seems, you know, like there was always like that trade market where you could buy and sell stuff. 
you have to find it now. Oh, really? Like it's on the map somewhere. So you find and the you black have to market. Find That's kind of interesting. You know, it, it has yeah. been interesting. I guess the, the last game that I played that was like this, uh, and, and I don't think anything really did what Sins of a Solar Empire wanted to do until Dune Spice Wars, which kind of, you know, it doesn't have the, all the solar system stuff. Mm. It, it, it works like Dune 2 or, or one of those kinds of things, but it, but it has that sort of real time uh, 4X slash RTS slash yeah. black market slash, you know, multiple resources have, kind of thing going on. So I have that game and I have not spent any time we should play it multiplayer to, i bet they've got I multiplayer to, now. i need to i'll show it. you how to play yeah. it i want to i want to i haven't played it for a while but and i know that it's been in like alpha or beta or something and or early access or whatever so uh it might be time yeah. to go back to it but uh yeah that's uh I'm, I'm excited i'm excited to see this come back and you said it's next year sometime is when we're I, I think so i was trying to look it up but uh it's it's epic game store exclusive is um you can actually is the developer if you buy it now it it's the same Iron, people, Ironclad. Ironclad games. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Excuse me. And um, it's uh, Sins of a Solar Empire 2. Um, it's a little bit cheaper right now if you buy it in early access. Mm. Um, it's $40 now, 50 when it releases. Uh, release date, this, oh, 10-27-22. That's, that's when early access released. So but just sometime um, in the future, they'll they'll t- they'll tell you when it's done. I want to say I thought it was next year, but uh, well, I mean, the, about, but, yeah, they expect to be in early access for about a year. Yeah, so okay. maybe holidays. Sure. Right. Well, it seems like they've got I mean, it, it seems to me like with the, the what seems to be the quantity of things that are still to be implemented, that it'll be a pretty regular rollout of stuff until then, mm-hmm. I assume. So, uh, yes, kinda interesting. And and so interestingly enough on i i don't know there's no like oh wait does this tell me no so the ratings people have gone gave it given it excuse me on epic game store is uh four and a half stars so oh wow out of ten uh no out of five (laughs) i would imagine cool so people are people are enjoying it it is like limited so don't like get it and think you're getting the full game it, it right under understand what it is but man i'm pumped uh, have you had an opportunity to get to like end stage type stuff or how far because i know for me it usually takes a while not yet i did just have a really massive battle um uh in the last session i played uh-huh. and it was great <laughs> it was really great yeah uh, there's kind of a emphasis um, I feel like it, in before the game was just kind of like you threw ships into a gravity well and just kind of let them go. I, I feel like there's a more of an onus to target specific ones. Like I want to take out these flak frigates so my my fighters aren't getting destroyed right. and things like that, or so that my missiles can penetrate their defenses and right. stuff like that. So um, it's kind of interesting. Kind of, I, I'm I'm hoping it has a little bit more, a little more of everything, right? That's that's really all I wanted from since it was a pretty I mean, I I hesitate to say perfect, but it was pretty pretty close. It was it was it was really good. It was pretty good. That's right. So so I'm I'm stoked since cool. 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 I'm excited about that, too. And I've still got I got to decide if I'm doing God of War Ragnarok. I mean, I'm hype. I just haven't bought yet. So I might be hype, but not buy. I got to figure it out. I got I got to I got to get something this month, though. We'll we'll see what it's going to be. Uh, Hyper snipe. Yeah, that's right. So uh, this 
uh, week, I played something that uh, I've been pretty hyped but not buy about, and luckily it came to Game Pass, uh, so I did not have to buy it, and I'm still hype. Uh, I started playing Return to Monkey Island, which is a kind of interesting in terms of the fact that it's not just a return to a, uh, a franchise, you know, because that's been happening, I think, for a while. I mean, we've had things like Hitman and, uh, you know, sequels that come out long, you know, uh, uh, Streets of Rage had I've one, been, Battletoads. I've been playing one kind of recently that? that uh, is 100% in that category. Uh, Beyond a Steel Sky. Oh, wow. Did they come out with a new one of those? Which is a follow-up to, yeah, from Beneath a Steel Sky, which released in like... The 90s. Know, the 90s, yeah. I guess. That's yeah. right. So they have a, as a sequel, it came out like oh, a year about or two that? ago. Well, Return of Monkey Island came out just in the last, what, couple of months. And uh, this, this was mm-hmm. kind of interesting to me uh, just leading up to it as well, because this is one that uh, Ron Gilbert uh, has taken over, which uh, is the first time that he has worked on this thing, I want to say, in like 30 years. Uh, other people have taken over that franchise since like Monkey Island 2. And Gilbert, I don't want to say he's been like vocally you know, backseat driving the franchise since then, just like, nah, I don't like what they did or, or whatever. I mean, I don't know. He, he hasn't been like super grouchy about it or anything, but, but I always kind of got the feeling from him. Like, he's like, oh, well, if I had been running things, you know, it would have been different. Right, right. <laughs> uh, so he gets to go back. And, and, and the thing is that um, leading up to this, I had heard that this was a sequel to Monkey Island 2, even though there have been Monkey Island 3, Curse of Monkey Island, and uh, Escape from Monkey Island. There was... Wasn't there a Telltale and the Telltale yes well? and a, and a Telltale sort of uh, episodic uh, Monkey Island like mini mm-hmm, series like four or five of episodes mm-hmm. of, of Monkey Island and so I'd heard people say like oh this is going back to to be a sequel to Monkey Island two which was interesting because in the previews there had been characters from later games like uh, Murray the Demonic Skull oh. and uh, other you know like actually really good characters and so I was like well how is he doing sure. this is he doing like a, a Disney Star Wars like we're gonna blow up the expanded universe and just do kind of whatever we want. But actually, from what I can tell, and I've been looking at reviews on this, and even IGN's review says that this is a sequel to Monkey Island 2, but in the opening menu, there's a scrapbook option that you can go and look through, and it's sort of like Guybrush narrating kind of the hot, you know, the main plot points of things, and he talks about Monkey Island 3, Curse of Monkey Island, he talks about Elaine being turned into a gold statue, and, and things that are from that game, and he talks about, like, oh, on this adventure, uh, I fought LeChuck on a giant scale, which refers to Escape from Monkey Island, uh, where they have, like, a big... He makes a big mecha monkey and fights giant, gigantic uh, LeChuck. So, so the the game itself doesn't really reach back to that necessarily. Um, but it's just weird to me that everybody's like, "Oh, this is a sequel to Monkey Island 2 when it explicitly yeah. kind of makes little references, at least in in the in the looking back on the franchise scrapbook thing. Um, the game itself yeah. is is mm. sort of independent of the timeline. It doesn't like. Um, well, actually, uh, Guybrush is married to Elaine, which happens in uh, Monkey Island 3. So, so there is that. Anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm not really sure. I don't know if everybody's just not paying attention or, or I don't know what, but, uh, but it, it doesn't really matter. Uh, the, the idea of Return to Monkey Island is, uh, not super narratively complicated. Uh, Melee Island's kind of the main hub island of Monkey Island, you know, and there's all sorts of different little stupid themed islands in the, the, archipelago or whatever of of monkey island yeah um yeah, yeah. It, it, it's real yeah 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 it, and it doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't really matter seriously. so melee island is where all these pirates hang out and it's places that you would recognize from the first 
couple of games, three games. Um, but it's all like run down. And, and actually, this is a, a plot point that has happened even previously in the series. But there are developers that are kind of buying up all the, the pirates, uh, piratey areas. And, uh, you know, there's a crisis of, of is piratehood going to continue or whatever. And, and actually, that has been in the series before. Um, but but the, the, the thrust of the game is that uh, the, the zombie ghost pirate LeChuck, who is the he, he continually gets, you know, more dead as time goes on, uh, he is mounting an expedition on his pirate ghost ship to Monkey Island to fi finally, finally uh, get the secret of Monkey Island. And, and he is gathering a crew, provisioning a ship, and he does not want Guybrush to be on there. So your first opening thing is you've got to try and figure out how to sneak on. He, he wants to start his own expedition, but he's going to do it because he's kind of a moron. Uh, so he's like, I'm going to figure out how to get onto yeah. LeChuck's ghost ship. And so you go around the map uh, uh, interface um, from previous games, and uh, the the interface is made for, mm -hmm. as far as I can tell, it's made to work really well with uh, controller. I've been playing it on the Xbox. The interesting thing is this game cannot install on a, an Xbox One, previous gen Xbox One, uh, because it's got super graphics or i you know i don't know what hmm. um <laughs> i know yeah it's funny because there was a, the a little controversy pixel. leading up to the release of this that it's like oh they look like they used uh you know adobe presentations or whatever to make the graph and it is it, it uses kind of that flat you know kind of moving hinged art <laughs> style that you sometimes see in some sort of lower budget kind of games yeah. uh they do a pretty good job Guybrush looks a little kind of weird he's just got some extra flecks and stuff on his face i don't i don't know what that's all about but he's older now so maybe it's just you know he's just wrinkly or something um yeah. it, it could be he's just maybe like, he dealing, sh he's, like he's going through some some rough yeah. times um but uh it, it you know when you're out there on in pirate land uh, all that sun that's, that's just kind of how it be um, but the, uh, so the map interface kind of works the same as it always did. Uh, you go from area to area kind of dealing with things. Um, and, uh, the, the puzzles are not too bad. It still uses the inventory system. The interface, like I said, is kind of made for, uh, it, it's made to work pretty well with a controller, uh, because you can use the left and right bumpers to kind of target hotspots in the game as you sort of move around. Uh, the music and the... The voice acting is fine. The, mu the music is very, like, they actually brought back uh, people like uh, uh, Clint Bajakian and Peter Land, and uh, I think that uh, Peter McConnell might have been involved in that too, so they get the, the original guys to, to bring that whole thing back. Um, the voice acting gets all of the original voice actors. Dominic Armado uh, plays Guybrush Threepwood. Uh, I don't know any of the other voice actors who play other people, but LeChuck is LeChuck. Elaine is Elaine. The voodoo queen is, is still, you know, Murray is still Murray. Like all of the same characters, uh, reprise their, their, uh, roles. And, um, and generally it, it's just, you know, really well done. I, I do want to say, uh, the voice acting seems a little bit flat sometimes, uh, and it, it seems a little bit like the actors may not have been working from one another's tones, and, and you know, sometimes they'll just deliver something that seems a little bit disconnected, kind of. Um, but the presentation, the music, uh, they had all the composers, uh, I think Peter McConnell's involved, Clint Bajaki and Peter Land, uh, the voice actors are all the original actors doing their roles. Uh, th there is something a little flat about the, not only the art style, but I think also kind of the voice acting a little bit. And I don't know if it's because the actors don't seem like they're riffing off of one another necessarily, but 
Um, but, 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 you know, it, it, it's not bad overall. Uh, the puzzles are, you know, pretty credibly adventure games from the nineties and two thousands. Uh, so that all is, is. So that game always struck me as like none of, nothing in it was ever really great, but all of it together was something kind of special. Does this kind of recapture that? Feeling? I, I do, think, do you know uh, what yeah, I mean? I think like, kind of. The puzzles were never like, oh, wow, or the music or the art. It, it was always, but like all of it was like, it just worked so I think, well. I think kind of, but but I'm going to say it this way, maybe not in the most flattering way, because I think that the art is not super awesome. I mean, it kind of is what people complained about. I mean, it's, you know, it's art assets that are kind of pinned together like little paper dolls and stuff. They, they animate mm-hmm. all right. But uh, it's a little bit, eh, a little underwhelming. The voice acting also is pretty good. It's the correct voice actors, but they're sort of, it just feels a little bit flat also. But together, they are good enough. They they bring all of the the flavor that you want from, from Monkey Island. Um, and it might just be me that I'm like older and, and whatever. I'm not doing as much laughing at the jokes, you know, it's... Um, but but oh, but yeah. overall overall uh it's pretty good like i think it's good that it's on game pass i probably would not have been thrilled to have played you know the old monkey island joke never pay more than 20 dollars for a, for a pc game or whatever whatever the you know <laughs> that was the old quote uh probably something here like i am glad to be playing it on game pass i mean let's put it that way yeah um, yeah but but I am still playing it. And I've gone back a few days in a row now. Uh, the other thing about it is that that it comes with a hint system. So you can A, play it either on full mode or or kind of easy mode. And I've opted to play on easy mode. And I think what that generally does is it cuts out a lot of the extra steps in, you know, because you know how these things go, right? Like it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I've got to get a mop. Well, in order to get a mop, I've got to do this. I've got to do yep. that. Yep. I've got to find this piece. I've got to get the wig off of some lady and do, you know, whatever. Uh, but, but in this, in this case, it's like, oh, I'll just take this guy's mop or whatever. So it, right. it I think, I think it just sort of shortcuts some of those multi-part, um, uh, puzzles. Some of the more um, tedious elements of the yeah, puzzles. Yeah. Kinda, kinda. Uh, but then also there is a straight up hint book that you can, that you can get. And it's not like, uh, a, a spoiler, like using a, a walkthrough to, to run through it, but rather nice. it kind of tells you a vague kind of hint. And then if you need more of a hint, you can kind of go deeper into the hint and then it'll kind of give you something that's more like, you know, Hey, here's what you need to do. And you can pretty much without penalty, just open it up anytime and do it. And honestly, I've kind of enjoyed that. And that's how I'm playing. I love it. it. For an adventure game. That is that style where it's like the puzzles and the, that's perfect because there's some of those that you're like, this is so obtuse. I never would have gotten to point a, and then after you it. suffer through it for 45 minutes, you, and you're it's like, like you're not even having fun anymore. But right. if I can see a little hint, oh, what about, the, you know, the, the floor sure looks awfully wet or whatever. You're like, oh, maybe I need a mop, you know, or something. Right, right, right. So, so uh, g- generally, I think that is really well done. They did tune the, the difficulty correctly. Again, the puzzles are you you kind of know you know i guess there's just there's just sort of a secret sauce to to getting the difficulty in a in an adventure game just right and i feel like they did do a good job here um and also the scenario is kind of cute guybrush is uh, I, you know, maybe I, maybe I won't talk about exactly how it goes, but, but the opening minutes of the game are reminiscent of the ending 
of one of the previous games. And so you're like, oh, this really is just the sequel to to one of these other games. But then they kind of, you know, they do what they call a narrative twist, I guess. And, you know, and, and it's cute. It, it, it is kind of cute. Uh, but overall, um, I think the presentation is good and the puzzles are good. And it's, you know, a, a storied franchise that some people will really love and want to go back to. And I think it holds up on all those things. So. Awesome. Uh, Return to Monkey Island on Game Pass, and uh, you got to be streaming it like me. If you are not the proud owner of an Xbox Series X or S, uh, it still works through Game Pass Ultimate if you stream the thing. Uh, I don't think it's available through the PC service. Yeah, that's but... interesting that it isn't. Like, yeah, it's, eh, it's, that's where it came from, is its PC roots. Yeah. Um, awesome. So uh, we'll jump over into new releases, which we get from tech-gaming.com. Uh, go check those guys out. They always have a very lovely, comprehensive list. Uh, but I, I noted a few things here kind of worth talking about. Uh, Call of Duty Warzone 2.0. I mean, I, I, I think that was pretty popular. I don't know. All these games. Yeah, I think that's the Warzone mode for it, the Call yes, of Duty game. It is the yeah. it is the the Battle Royale for Call of Duty. So if you're into Warzone or were into Warzone, you know, maybe 2.0 is... Up your alley, still free. We 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 played that once for Game Byte Show. It was all right. I think so. Yeah, it it was it's Call fine. of Duty, but yeah, whatever. Uh, Tactics Ogre Reborn is out. Uh, I'm super excited about that. Except I have to say, I thought that it was going to be a remake of the original like Ogre Battle on the Super Nintendo, but it's actually a remake of one of the best games of all time, Tactics Ogre. Let us cling together on the PSP, uh, which is fine and good and great. But I've already played that one. A what times, if so. I pick it up on the Steam Deck? That's like the most PSP like experience you could get. That would be awesome. I think you should actually. Maybe do I'll that. look into that. Maybe I'll look into that. Uh, actually, also worth looking into Smurfs Cart. Oh, man. Is this from look, the makers of Garfield Cart? It it's like Garfield Cart, but Smurfs, I guess. I don't know. Um, if that's not going to satisfy your driving itch, uh, American Truck Simulator Texas has released. So it's the long-awaited, long-promised Texas expansion for American Truck Simulator. You know, they did Utah first, and Texas had to come later. They had to do it. Right. I mean, they're never going to do, like, Oregon. Like, <laughs> who cares? Right. All right. Uh, leaked. Yeah, he, Jeremy fixed his camera. It's I did. I finally fixed my camera. Uh, leaked new destiny guns allegedly.com slash 100 <laughs> percent um the first Verified. one is m milk inside a bag of milk inside a bag of milk outside a bag of milk or is that something different that's another game oh no another I, gun. I thought it was Excuse part of me. the same title milk outside a bag of milk outside a bag of milk Ugh. i don't uh, know what their sniper rifle what do you think that is they're both hand cannons oh but like one has like you know, the opposite the, like like the ebony and one ivory shoots like void energy and one shoots like solar yeah yeah there yeah you go. yeah exactly uh and tempo night 100 percent. this is a sword i have a sword absolutely 100%. absolutely a sword uh we do have some deals and freebies going on uh basically just updates for uh xbox game pass for november including stuff for pc they do actually release things for pc uh, so, uh, with the remainder of November, uh, I actually, I mentioned Dune Spice Wars that is actually coming to yeah. the Xbox That's a game great pass one. for PC. Yeah. Uh, and especially the next since, one's super cool. Is too. it ghost lore? Uh, what is that? I feel like I've heard about that. 
No, Warhammer 40k oh, Warhammer, Darktide. Oh, sorry, I was looking at a different list. Uh, yeah, Warhammer 40k Darktide is probably fine. It's probably fine. Dude, it's going to be so good. I was so excited. I'm kind of excited about Darktide. Uh, just this past week, I've been playing Vermintide 2 with a friend uh-huh. because they had like a it was free, free yeah. release with a new map yeah, yeah. come out. So, yeah. I didn't know about I'm the new map. stoked. Yeah. Huh, how about that? Uh, Norco, which is sort of a, uh, what was that Disco Elysium point and click kind of adventure sort of thing? I think it's one of those. And I've heard people say that it's a really good one of those, actually. Uh, and then there's something here called Soccer Story, which I'm actually kind of interested in, partly because the Kairosoft game, uh, which I think is called Soccer, Pocket Soccer, Pocket something, I don't know, uh, was really good. So I'm just like hoping it's it's more of that. Uh, there are some things leaving, though. Uh, Mortal Shell is going to be going off of Game Pass. Final Fantasy XIII 2, um, Undungeon, which actually I kind of wanted to try that. So maybe I better... You better get those, yeah you've those got two you've weeks got like three days yeah i got two weeks i think before those are before those are going off you but, got uh, the whole thanksgiving break i sure do and i'm gonna i'm gonna use that time uh also over at ps plus uh extra and premium and there's not a differentiation on here so i don't know if it's if it's all common to both of those levels or the both of those tiers uh but basically the entire kingdom hearts series uh kingdom hearts hd 1.5 and 2.5 remix 2.8 final chapter prologue kingdom hearts 3 kingdom hearts melody of memory which i I think is their rhythm game, uh, which I'm kind of interested in. Uh, also, a bunch of Tom Clancy games. Tom Clancy's The Division 2, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. Uh, what Remains of Edith Finch is on there, and that's a great game. Uh, and then uh, pretty much the entire Ratchet and Clank series uh, from PS3, which I'm trying to remember, did they? I guess they must have remade stuff like Deadlocked and Up Your Arsenal. Uh, so it's a pretty big month for PS Plus and uh, Earth Defense Force is on there also. And I'm kind of interested in uh, shooting some gigantic bugs and stuff in a janky first person shooter. Uh, and that seems to be what's going on for our deals and freebies. Mm-hmm. Uh, news, guys, let's get over to the news. Uh, the biggest news, at least that I thought was kind of worth talking about a little bit here was Jeff Keighley's The Game Awards presented by Jeff Keighley. Uh, in conjunction with uh, Jeff Keighley's Hideo Kojima, uh, is uh, they've come out with their nominations for their uh, for the top picks of 2022, and I kind of wanted to run through some of these and find out uh, mostly Jared's opinion on this and see what Jared thinks yeah, about all this stuff. I'm reading through the list. I don't know. Uh, here, here's something actually that's kind of cool. So this year, and I think this is a, probably we should have been doing it before now, but it's it's got a new category for best adaptation. Uh, which is interesting, and we'll we'll talk about this in just a, a, a another few minutes anyway. But uh, there have been some good adaptations in 2022 for typically TV and movies based on uh, video games and PC games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so this includes in this category Arcane, the League of Legends show, which is pretty darn good. Uh, yeah. Cyberpunk, which Jared can attest. Which is real good. Fantastic. Real good. Is so good. <laughs> uh, the Cuphead show, which I watched and it's not funny. And even my daughter was like, dad, this is not funny. Uh, oh, so gross. Yeah, I mean, it's well, it's animated like the game, I guess, which is something. Uh, Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog 2, which was fine. Uh, and then Uncharted, which also was fine, I think. Um, game of the Cyberpunk, year. Cyberpunk, hands down. Cy- Cyberpunk's pretty good. Arcane's pretty good, though. Did you watch Arcane? Uh, I haven't uh, check, check it. Okay. Here's the thing. Your homework, your homework, watch arcane, watch the first okay. episode and see if you are Im- compelled to continue watching. To keep it. going. Yeah. So that, that can I be can your, do that. that can be your judge, uh, game of the year. Here's kind of the big, the big one. Uh, so the, the nominees this year, uh, a plague tale, Requiem, Elden ring, 
God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, which is kind of interesting. Uh, I told my daughter who had played through Stray when it was on PS Plus Extra, I'm like, you have played a Game of the Year nominee. And she was wow. like, yay. Uh, and then uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Um, so some of these are, I mean, some of these, I don't know. I don't know. Not to say Stray isn't great because it's, it's great. <laughs> but, but is it Game of the Year? You're comparing it to Elden Ring, God of War, and God Ragn of yeah. War Ragnarok, yeah. and Horizon Forbidden West. Like Jared, those are Jared. It has those a, are not just it has good a cat, games, Jared. But as a cat, I, I get it. And people like cats. Hey, listen, I know. listen. I, know. I, I tell you what, though, I paid more on merchandise related to Stray this year. So as far as best adaptation, <laughs> I'm throwing my nominee into the ring. Uh, the Cat Adventures series, uh, Stray branded cat walking harness. And stray branded cat uh, porthole bubble cat backpack, uh, which wow. I bought those things with money. Amazing. Yeah. And actually, the, the, the backpack should be here next week. So I'm excited to take my little bundle of joy out. Yeah. In the, yeah. In the freezing I'm, I'm, weather. I'm really proud of you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. So in the, just from that standpoint, best adaptation goes to the stray backpack this year. Uh, other than that, I don't know. Does anything stand out to you? I mean, game of the game of the year, of course. Best game direction, best narrative, best art direction, uh, best art direction. So here's best art direction. Mm -hmm. One of the nominees is Scorn. Have you like watched anything about that game? It looks like, like an H.R. Geiger game, doesn't it? Isn't it, it like is gross, super like not like creepy it's just like everything has this very organic kind of feel it, it's that's gross good. i don't like it. That's i don't gross. like it. it's real gross uh best score in music i have not looked at these but let me just check and see oh look at look at this it's all of the games that were nominated the same games. for best yeah so i don't know let's see best performances uh, you know what they should have done they should have done uh jen taylor not jen taylor but uh what's her name the lady uh femshep who did uh bayonetta <laughs> that would be pretty funny if they so like the thing that gets me, though, is and I'm not saying like, oh, a game can't be in multiple categories, but it's like the same three games. Yeah, in literally every category. Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West is in game of the year. Oh, yeah. Best game direction, best narrative, best art direction. It's best true. score and music, uh, best audio design. Like, it's like, guys, there were probably some <laughs> other games that came out this year. I, I agree. There I, might have been a few. <laughs> I completely agree with you. And uh, aside from seeing a few interesting things pop up, uh, you know, like uh, the uh, best debut indie game has some interesting stuff. But the only reason that it's not Elden Ring is because, you know, it's, it's a debut indie game, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Um, so there there are things like that. I mean, it's interesting to see but for best action game, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge, which is an awesome uh, homage to, to those old games and a great game on its own right. Uh, best fighting game has stuff like multiverses and stuff. Best family game is the entire and Nintendo. Like, I don't. <sighs> best indie game is a category and best debut indie game is a category. Yeah. And like they're like mostly the same game. Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah, it's true. It's true. So and best mobile game and homeworld's not even on there. Like what? What are we even doing? I don't here, know. Guys? I don't know. You know what? It's time. It's time for us to set up our own alternative counter programming game bites. Imagine this. Imagine a world where the Game Bite Show podcast sets up our own best of for 2022. We're gonna do it, Jared. We're gonna do what it. What a world. We're gonna take down 
the Jeff can Healy, we give the people this we this gift we not only can but we must we must <laughs> I, I agree I declare I agree. so anyhow that uh, that is uh, when does that come December when is this December 7th I want to say what what day is this thing happening December 8th December 8th uh, starting at 4 30 p.m. Pacific so they're doing it in you know the middle of the day <laughs> it's fine it's fine I love I love this category this is my favorite category uh-huh. by the way most anticipated game an award for the games that haven't even come out god of war ragnarok <laughs> yes <laughs> final fantasy 14 hogwarts legacy resident evil 4 wait like, shut up final fantasy what? 4 final fantasy 16 right 16 no final fantasy 1 4 is what it says it says that why is that the most anticipated Starfield. game Starfield, the Legend of Zelda, like I don't know. Starfield like, got Starfield got delayed. We're going to talk about it in the speedrun news. Uh, you yeah, know what? I'm giving right. that Hogwarts Legacy. That's the only thing that start Resident Evil Four. Come on, come on. Legend of Zelda. That's just that's just the Breath of the Wild rehashed. All right, we're we're done with this. We're moving on. Uh, elsewhere in the news, uh, Netflix. Uh, so we were talking about best adaptation, which is kind of interesting because Netflix uh, has been making some big moves in the world of video games. Not only with putting mobile games as part of its subscription service on the uh, various mobile stores, uh, but also with um, you know the shows and things that it's doing. But they're leaning into it even more uh, by announcing a number of uh, adaptations. So we're going to run through this really quickly, and we're going to maybe give a thumbs, you know, kind of I don't know, thumbs forty five degrees or or whatever, thumbs up your nose uh, as as far as like how interested we are uh, in these things. So uh, first of all, so uh, Assassin's Creed, which technically was announced in two thousand twenty. Um, are we interested in an epic genre-bending live a- live action adaptation, Jared? What do you think? Yes or no? Yeah. No? Okay. I don't think... It won't be good. All right. Beyond Good and Evil, uh, which is, uh, again, in 2020, they've kind of announced that this is something. They're looking forward to it, but we haven't seen anything of, of it yet. We're probably going to you know, see it before it, Beyond Good and Evil 2. You know what people are more interested in? Beyond, Beyond good, good and Evil, evil 2. 2. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that's right. Uh, how about Bioshock? Bioshock, the, the adaptation. Uh, this is so, back in February of this year. They said they're working on a film adaptation. That is, that is a really cool um, like environment for a, a film or show. But like what kills me is Bioshock. Like, is this a rehash of the same story? Is it a new story? Is it a continuation? Is it a reboot? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, part of what made Bioshock interesting was the not only the the environment, but like the the player's agency in how you fight big daddies Mm -hmm. and stuff. Like, I think that's more interesting than watching an action scene where somebody fights a big daddy. I mean, it would still still be cool and fine. But then the whole thing about, you know, would you kindly like that whole thing also like that? You don't get that from the movie because you are the would you kindly, you know? Um, So I don't know. It'll be fine and good. Uh, Castlevania Nocturne. So this is uh, after four seasons of being animated. This is a um, uh, a Richter Belmont, the protagonist of Rondo of Blood uh, and Symphony of the Night. Um, Netflix is doing an animated series for Castlevania. Are you still watching Castlevania? Did you get to the fourth season? Yes, I well, I I don't know if I've watched the four. I, last time I had checked, I'd watched all of it. Oh wow! So okay, I I've, might have watched four, but if it's recent, I watched I the second probably. season and then kind of dropped off. Uh, Devil May Cry. What do you think? DMC. Here's here's my here's my take on this. Come on, Devil May Cry is great for its gameplay. Yeah, like, not for anything else. That's true too. <laughs> on the other hand, I could see this one being like cool action. Like if they just make it, I don't know. At this point, yeah. in, in you know. The year of our Lord, if 2022. If they just make it like 
like a like a like a half goofy kung fu type movie like yeah it'd be great yeah yeah i i have to <laughs> I say though i would be most interested in this if they did the cap uh not sorry not the capcom but the uh, uh ninja theory dmc that's that's the one i would want but yes. they are definitely not doing that uh dragon age dragon age absolution yes no um it says it's going to be six 30 minute episodes and i have really come to love 30 that format show yeah just so. like the game bite show we do this whole th- thing in 30 minutes just for your appreciation i'm gonna give dragon age absolution a thumbs up i want to believe yeah all right okay good good uh dragon's lair uh with you know based on the old laser disc uh yeah. arcade uh D- dirk dirk the daring all of that that might be great that might actually be really uh, good. i don't you know we have we need some don bluth in our lives again we need to see a little bit more of that uh f- and it was just campy and kind of like i don't know it was it could be great. and and the princess was hot you know so we kind of need we need to yeah, get back yeah, to hot yeah. princesses uh far cry 3 blood dragon uh sort of over the top 80s like nope thumbs, thumbs down. down all right gears I'm of out. war gears of war we talked about this a couple weeks nope. ago no nope. too thick of necks yeah i agree I agree with you actually on exactly that point. Uh, Horizon Zero Dawn now. Uh, live action, live action adaptation. Could be great. Yeah, I think so. I, I, I agree with you there. It has potential. It does have potential. We're going to put that one on the maybe list. Uh, Pokemon. Now, we did not talk that about this. That doesn't count. Yeah, and actually, uh, I'm going to add something to the speed run before we get there. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm, no. No. Tom Clancy's The Division. I think the storyline. Well, you know, the thing is, we already is live. Is there already like a short movie that came out? They, on this? Yeah, they did. They had a little like live action thing. Cause I remember they activated all the agents with their little circly orange things. Yeah. Um, it was fine. It was pretty all right. I don't know. I don't know. The division. Eh, I don't know. Okay. I'm, it's story seems real soft. Like not like you're like, oh, this like plague for money. Like, yeah, that's true. It's a, it's a little it's a little heavy handed. <laughs> It is a little Christmas. <laughs> Christmas is canceled. Uh, how about Splinter Cell, though? That could be great. Splinter Cell, yeah, I think that so. That could be really It's been great. a while since we've had a good new secret. Like, the last new good secret agent, yeah. I think, was, like, Jason Bourne. Right? Was yeah. That probably, and like, those were great. Yeah, they were great. In fact, I actually cracked open my uh, sealed DVDs because it wasn't streaming on anything. So I was like, I wanted to watch The Bourne Identity. <laughs> so I actually opened up a DVD and watched that last week. Yeah. Splinter Cell could be fantastic. Uh, and then here's one that is a little confusing. Uh, Tomb Raider, an animated adaptation of Tomb Raider, although we don't know much about it. Uh, didn't Wasn't there a Tomb Raider movie recently? And and didn't, didn't they do one with somebody who wasn't Angelina Jolie, like some other adaptation? No, I, I don't I'm, know either. I'm off. I'm off. No, no Tomb Raider. No Tomb Raider. Okay. The, now. No, it's not going to be. No, good. it's not going to crap. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, so th- that's that's everything that's kind of in the hopper. We are not going to do a Rotten Tomatoes challenge on those until maybe until they come out. Like once once they're a real thing. Once they're announced, yeah. like with a with a release. Like what, once we watch them, maybe, maybe we should start doing that. Like let's like watch the first <laughs> 10 minutes and say, you know what we think of it. All right. <laughs> And then uh, I've got I've got a smaller news item here that I don't like to get into the the dirty laundry too much, but I just found this really interesting. The kind of public, you know, after after the whole Bayonetta voice acting thing and all of that, uh, this last couple of weeks, um, Mick Gordon, the composer of Doom, the the 2016 Doom, and then Doom Eternal, uh, there was there was kind of some weirdness with things like uh, vinyl soundtrack, you know, and it didn't really happen and. Uh, the digital streaming versions of the, there was just something kind of weird about availability and stuff. And Mick, yeah. Mick Gordon, um, and I don't know what prompted him at this time to actually do it. Uh, but uh, basically, um, 
Mick, Mick Gordon came out with an exhaustive, we actually posted this in the Discord server, uh, like like a an essay format version of like everything that had been done wrong by Bethesda and he pu- particularly he published a white paper of what not. It kind of was. <laughs> and he basically like named names and cited Ooh. specifics. Ooh. I mean, I mean, let's say it doom eternal executive producer, Marty Stratton uh, uh, is, is the one who he primarily called out for, for doing things like not really planning ahead for stuff and making demands without, uh, specific uh, 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 parameters and and things like that, which is making it a really gotta difficult have requirement. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, Jared knows as an engineer, like if you're making things, you got to know what you're aiming for, right? You got to have a target. Uh, so it's it's a whole thing. And if you if you are a, a a member of our Discord server, if you're not a member, come join over at GameBiteShow.com, and you can. This is your ticket in. You can read it. Like, click on it, join in, and be like, "Whoa, man, this is some messed up stuff." Uh, and we'll be like, yeah, man, and you can come be one of our bros there. Whoa. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but Bethesda has like fired back and said, uh, in particular, Marty Stratton uh, did an open letter on Reddit and uh, puts it kind of was like, no, you, uh, you know, kind of in that in that spirit. They just they they just said it's all. Baloney. Yeah, it's all fa- <laughs> fake news, fake news. Um, and so this is kind of what's going on now. And um, it, it is just kind of interesting that. um I, I don't know. I, I honestly, I'm not sure exactly what, what to do with this, but uh, this is another thing. And, and, you know, just like with the Bayonetta thing, it sort of came out a little later as people were feeling a little more free to to go into details that there was actually a pretty straight narrative somewhere in there. And uh, the, the unfortunate thing is that um, Mick Gordon's Doom score and, and Doom Eternal, as I understand it, turned out all right like the music was was mm-hmm. good and it was and, pretty good and sort of signature you know like it it had its sound it had that doom sound yeah it did he did a really good job with at least the first one and uh i mean i know legrand played a lot of doom eternal i did not but uh you know i, I don't know it seems like such a mess do i want to play it now i don't know no i do no, wanna, i do i, I do want to play it it'll, it'll be <laughs> awesome but anyway that's going I'll, on i'll wait till it comes out on vita yeah yeah exactly there you go that's what we want <laughs> Uh, and other than that, I think that's all the main news that we've got for this week, Jared. I think we need to kick off a new speedrun and wrap this thing up. Start that music. Beep, 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 beep. He remembers how it goes. All right. Uh, uh, WB multi... I'm almost like Western Union. I don't yeah. know. Went weird places. WB Multiverses Season 2 now includes Marvin the Martian, a new Game of Thrones stage, and Big Head Mode. I'm just I'm very happy to continue to report on WB Multiverses because I just take a lot of flack about it every time. Jared has the good grace not to call me out, but uh, there's your multiverses. Hey, again, I just want to point out Multiverses took down Elden Ring as the top seller of its of its uh, time this year. So Uh, we are looking ahead tomorrow to PC Gamers PC Gaming show that will look ahead uh, in 2023 to PC Gaming. Um, so I guess they're kind of branching off from E3 and kind of doing their own little preview thing. They might talk about Sins of a Solar Empire. That would be cool. That's reason enough to watch this thing. I don't know. I'll probably check it out. Uh, Control 2. 2 is in the early stages of development. Confirm Rebony and 505 games. Yes, nice. Uh, we also have Bethesda, uh, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, has delayed Starfield, so it's going to continue to be the most anticipated game of 2023 also at Jeff Keighley's The Game Awards presented by Jeff Keighley. Uh, but uh, Xbox's, uh, 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 who's that guy? Who's uh, Phil Spencer uh, says that he thinks yeah. it's the right choice. Well, Phil is the Spencer. So uh, the Stadia refunds 
of shame <laughs> are now hitting people's bank accounts. I have checked. Mine has not come Not coming yet. in yet. I don't know. So this might be this might be fake news. We're going to have to... I think they said it could take through like January or something. Oh, really? So. All right. Well, if they're not careful, we're going to have to write a, a behind-the-scenes diatribe on Reddit about how they... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check it right now. they've fact. wronged us. Uh, we've reported previously on a Destiny 2 ongoing lawsuit between... Bungie and a hack creator of various things, uh, and he decided he was going to file a countersuit. Uh, his countersuit has now been dismissed in court. Uh, looks like he, he may have another opportunity somewhere in there, but it's, it's not looking good for the uh, opposition to Bungie. Yeah, so here's the thing with countersuits is you really actually have to have, like, you're telling You're telling me that no, you only works on Reddit? And, yeah, oh. I guess. Or, or when in arguments between Bethesda and some uh, composer. Uh, Sonic Frontiers is more acclaimed than Elden Ring based on user review average. I just really like to trash Elden Ring when Legrand is not around. Uh, so sorry, Elden Ring, you are no longer game of the year. Sonic the Frontier is Hedgehog. He's back. You know what there wasn't on Netflix's list of adaptations? Elden Ring. <laughs> oh, no. Got him. Got him. Uh, Square Enix's Marvel's Avengers, not dead yet. Turns out they're going to be adding the Winter Soldier and some new clone-themed levels based on the Winter dead. Soldier. I mean, I'll play it. I kinda, I'll pop in from time to time, and I'll still really enjoy it. I don't know. I, I tried out the Spider-Man thing, and it was, it was all right. It was kind of cool. Okay, so this one I was actually reading about entirely separately of this to see if I could get it to work, maybe. Uh -huh. Not that I would, but Microsoft has created a Games for Work, quote-unquote, app for Minesweeper and Solitaire, which adds it to Teams. That's cool. <laughs> I mean, do, do, do people get to see if you're playing Minesweeper while you're in, I mean, in a meeting with I mean, there was them, a or? whole, like flight simulator in excel at one point like that's true like that's true microsoft i don't know doing doing you have to step it up doing doing right by you at least trying to get some games into your workday i guess i guess so. uh nerf is now making a rocket launcher based on we mentioned a little bit earlier league of legends arcane uh the the netflix tv show which is for my money really good uh nerf is now making jinx's fishbone rocket launcher uh, which, it's her big shark-shaped kind of like rocket launchy mm -hmm. thing, uh, and it's got a premium price. I want to say it's like 170 bucks or something like that. So if you really so, like League of Legends, so uh, one of my kids for Christmas like, a couple of years ago got the Nerf um, like Fortnite like oh yeah RPG thing. The thing was you awesome, know what you got somebody shot like a dart like this thing. <laughs> somebody's got to get that Gallerhorn and go up against this thing. We need to see like video game weapons like who's going to actually win. Uh, but it was great. That is kind of cool. Uh, a quote verified Nintendo parody account parody account on Twitter shows Mario flipping the bird confusingly for an extended period while chaos reigns. Man, Twitter is a <laughs> mess right yeah, now. Yeah, it's just, it's the verified thing. So the problem was that they were selling these verified check marks. And so, you know, all of the to accounts anybody. that was like slightly misspelled or whatever, mm -hmm. well, now it's like you have a verified check mark and you have this, they put up this image of Mario like flipping the bird with his little gloved hand and it stayed up there for a <laughs> while. And I guess it was happening all over Twitter too, but we only really care about the Mario yeah. side of things. So right. that's it. Right, 100%. Mm -hmm. uh, and then finally, in in our speedrun news, 10-year-old uh, Ash Ketchum, the hero of the long-running Pokemon series, 25 years that's been going on. Uh, wow. Uh, finally, now on the TV show, is canonically the world's greatest Pokemon trainer after he defeats the Big Four 
in whatever league tournament. I stopped while I stopped watching like 24 years ago. It, it, none of it matters. So it's true. But he, you know, his original goal was to catch them all. Like, That's true. He got, he sort of lost the mission statement somewhere in there, didn't he? Well, they just kept adding more. Oh, How man. could you keep up? Hey, the next thing that needs to happen, Bart Simpson finally needs to eat somebody's shorts. I, I think that's Dude. the next. That's the next thing. Or somebody needs to eat Bart Simpson shorts. That's that's yeah. That's right. That's somebody right. needs to eat that's Bart right. Simpson shorts. Guys, that is going to do it for our speed run news. That is going to do it for this episode of your Game Bite Show podcast. I want to thank you for sticking with us through this thirty-minute Game Bite-sized podcast episode. Exactly thirty minutes, as promised. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, if you have any thoughts about the games that we talked about, if you want to share with us the games that you've been playing, uh, you can verify yourself on Twitter. Find our verified account on Twitter and tell us all about these things. Uh, we should have verified. Now it was our chance. This was our chance, and we blew it. Totally blew it. We're doomed to Twitter anonymity forever. Oh man! Uh, but you can find us on Twitter collectively. We are at Game Byte Show. You can also reach out to our verified accounts individually. I am verified at Jeremy underscore Lamont. I'm <laughs> unverified at Red underscore I. Unverifiable, Jared Red. I done. Uh, you can also find our co-host Legrand Jolly is at Legrand Dale. Count Elmdor Jones is at Count Elmdor on Twitter. Uh, you can also find us over at GameBiteShow.com. Oh, before that, you can find us on YouTube.com/GameBiteShow. Woo, where we actually have uh, one of those swanky designer deluxe uh, vanity URLs. Game uh, YouTube.com/GameBiteShow. Uh, it's right. It's like real. It is real. We are actually verified on 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 YouTube, <laughs> so that's great. Come follow us there and and ring that alarm bell. You know, get notified when we go live because this is where we do it now. Uh, you can also find us over at GameBiteShow.com where you can find the back catalog of all of our syndicated podcasts. A lot of good stuff back there. Uh, a lot of uh, a lot of good running gags uh, back there. Find find the origin. Be the first. Be the one to find when we started doing the leaked Destiny guns. Uh, f- figure yeah. out when we started doing hype not buy. Uh, they're, they're all back in there. Classics, everyone. Classics to a single episode. Uh, you can also find a link there to our Discord server. Open invite. Come join us and uh, take a look at what Mick Gordon wrote and be like, be horrified. Be like, oh, how could this be? And like I said, we'll continue to lather up about that uh, over the next, I don't know, couple, couple of days. I think we still have a couple of days for it. And, uh, of course, we will be back in about a week to do this same thing again, to keep you informed, entertained, edified about all of the things going on in the world of video games and share our impressions of video games with you. But until then, folks, this has been your Game Bite Show podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, and we will see you next time. Bye.